This is your wake up call. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Be in the mother. Be in the What's up, Yee? What's up, DJ Ambi? How's everything? Charlemagne is late, I'm assuming. <laughs> Damn it, Charlemagne. He hasn't he still hasn't got it yet uh, after vacation. It's been a whole week. It's of been latest. a whole week, yeah. Well, he gotta get himself back together. I think he was in LA yesterday. I don't know if he flew back or what time his flight landed. But it is Friday! Yes, it is. And happy birthday yes. to Mary J. Blige. Today is the queen of hip-hop's birthday. So happy birthday, MJB. Yes. Happy birthday, Mary. And I seen you was out and about last night. Um, yes. Yesterday, I went to a screening of Kevin Hart's new movie, The Upside. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped by Future screening for his documentary as well. It was like a movie night last night. How was Future's? Um, so by the time I left The Upside, because I actually, Kevin Hart was a surprise guest, so I had to introduce him before the movie, which was dope. It was like people thought it was just a screening. They didn't know he was going to be there. And then he popped up. And when he went to the front, they were just yelling at him, tell a joke, host the Oscars, tell a joke. It was funny. What was his reply? Uh, it was funny. He just was laughing. Okay. And, but he was talking about the movie. And the movie was good. It's a it's a remake of another movie. And it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what it's about. I don't. But this man is a um, paraplegic, played mm-hmm. by Brian Cranston. And Kevin Hart is... Uh, gets a job to kind of um, oh push him around life auxiliary I think it's called not just push him around you know what I mean help guy (laughs) (laughs) but the man who's a paraplegic he's like a really really wealthy man and Kevin Hart just got out of jail and he's on parole and he has to get a job he's the guardian yeah, so you have to kind of see it to see how the two of them end up teaching each other a lot of different things it's more of a serious role yeah it was good it was more of a serious role it is, but it's funny, too. Okay. Like, there's a lot of funny, funny parts to it. But it's definitely, and, and Kevin Hart was saying this when he introduced it, that it's a different type of role for him. It has a comedy, but it's more of a drama role. Okay. A dramedy. Mm-hmm. A dramedy. Y'all don't think it's too cold to be at work? It is, right? No, you can't say no, it's too no, cold no, no, to be no, at no. work. When you got little nagging injuries like I do, like little back pains that you got to put, you know, the, the, the oils on your back for. You know what I mean? It's just too early and too cold to be getting up to come to work. You don't the think so? To, no. The key to staying warm is keeping your feet warm and your head warm. For real? Mm-hmm. You ain't got no hat on? I got a hoodie on. And why you got a t- your tag still in your hoodie, man? Because I'm he taking it back, it. probably. <laughs> <laughs> but it's right near your neck. It has to be uncomfortable. It's right it near is? your neck. Yes. It's right. Can Look. you see it? Yes, I can see it. I ain't even realize it. This guy here. <laughs> Damn, I popped it by accident, too. <laughs> This guy. I'm planning to take this back. No, you can't take it back now. Salute to Ty. My homegirl, Ty. She's a stylist. She gave me this. Sorry, Ty. Let me figure out a way to put this back on. This guy right here. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about a young lady that went missing, and everybody thought that it it was going to be the worst, and she just finally turned back up. We'll tell you what happened with Jamie Kloss. Today is National Trafficking Awareness Day, too. Yes, it is. Ironically. Yes, it is. All right. Well, let's get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Like a light. Like a light. Like a light. Like a light, yeah. Past the dogs and Shelly sending texts, ain't sending kites, yeah. He say keep that on lock, I say you know this shit is tight, yeah. It's absolute, yeah. I'm back with boot. It's lit. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Friday! It is Friday, right? You missed that already. All day. That, that was okay. 10 minutes ago. You missed All that. Right. But anyway, let's get into some front page news. I don't even know who watches the NFL anymore, but let me tell you who's playing this weekend. <laughs> you would say that. Now you understand with Cap, huh? That's funny. Because Odell out here looking all sexy, flexy in Mexico or somewhere, wherever he's at. You think you find him he's sexy? He's on vacation. You find him sexy? Yeah, I- Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, well, this weekend the Chiefs play the Colts. Uh, the Chargers play the Patriots. Bum-ass Eagles take on the Saints. And them Cowgirls take on the Rams. I mean, you can call them whatever you want, but they're in the playoffs. Second, <laughs> no, they second round. Okay, you can, call us, you can call us whatever you want as long as you say that we're in the playoffs in the second round against the Los Angeles Rams. You okay. guys are in the playoffs. That's right. What else we got, Yee? Well, let's talk about the NFL since you brought it up. Now, it's been two seasons since Colin Kaepernick has not played, and he still doesn't have a job, and it's been reported that no team has even contacted him. And you're still watching the Charlemagne, huh? Okay. Well, if you don't shut up, you, you ain't staying with Cap all. <laughs> All year long, now that your teammate in the playoffs, you don't want to stand. Ahead, you yeah. want to stand with Cap. Well, the Bleacher Report states that there was an anonymous survey conducted by the Athletic, and they did ask some of the players, 85 defensive NFL players from 25 different teams, if they believe that Colin Kaepernick should be playing, and 95% of them said yes. Only two players said that he shouldn't be on the field, and the remaining two said no comment. In addition, they also asked who should he replace, right? And in the number one and two slots of quarterbacks that they believe that Callan Kaepernick should replace, Blake Bortles of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Nathan Peterman of the Oakland Raiders. Well, listen, if Eric Reed is in the NFL and Colin Kaepernick still wants to play, why shouldn't I watch? Okay. That's, a, that's, my, that's always been my logic, right? <laughs> All right. And then a Dallas sportscaster said this. He was, uh, Dale Hansen was reporting about the Arizona Cardinals hiring. They hired head coach Cliff, Klingsbe- Cliff Kingsbury, even though Kingsbury has no NFL experience. And he just got fired as coach at Texas Tech where they had a losing, losing record. And here's what Dale Hansen had to say about that hire. Been a lot of criticism of the Arizona Cardinals hiring Cliff Kingsbury as their new coach. But Kingsbury fits all the criteria to be a head coach in the NFL. He's an offensive genius, he's young, and he's white. There have been six new coaches hired so far, all white, and two coaches of color they are replacing. A lot of people don't understand how Kingsbury can have a losing record at Texas Tech, no NFL experience, and get one of the 32 NFL jobs. All right, now this is his way of pointing out how racist the NFL teams are when it comes to hiring coaches. In addition, Dale Hansen acknowledges the fact that white privilege has helped him a lot as well. I've had 11 jobs in my life, been fired from eight of them, and moved up every time. And I am arrogant enough to tell you, I think Channel 8 was right to give me another chance. But I am the product of white privilege in America, and I've never denied that I wasn't either. Why is that a shocking statement, though? Like, the foundation of America is whiteness. We know that white skin gives you a certain privilege and a certain leg up in most every situation. So why is that news to anybody? I guess it's not quite often that we hear a white person in that position saying say that. that it's because mm-hmm. of white privilege that he's in that position. But he, that guy is actually really good, too. I'm, I'm sure that his white skin helps, but he's also really good. Cool. Right. The guy, Dale. Dale, Dale Hanson. Hanson. Yeah. I thought you about. All right, now, That's Jamie Kloss, if you guys remember this story, she was missing. She vanished on October 15th, and that same night her parents were also found dead in their home. This was in northwestern Wisconsin. Well, she was just found, and the person, Kristen Kaczynskis, was at home Thursday evening. Someone knocked on the door. When she opened it, she recognized that it was 15-year-old Jamie Kloss. So, um... 
what happened, they're trying to figure out everything that happened where she was. They haven't released all of those details, but they did take her to the hospital. And a suspect was arrested 10 minutes later. So I'm sure Great. at some point we'll hear what actually happened the night that her parents were killed and wow. she was found. And T- that now she's been found. Today is National Trafficking Awareness Day, by the way. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or bad morning or you just need to vent a little bit. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Butterfly from Baisley. Butterfly from Baisley Projects. We ain't hear from you in a minute, Butterfly. Oh, God, they're working. Good morning, Angie, Charlamagne, the God, and Envy. What's up? What up, Butterfly? I thought you was locked up. No, God, yo. Let me tell you why I'm mad, though. Yes, yes. Okay, I got up this morning to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That was 3 o'clock. Now, what you call that thing, you take the tissue roll off, and you know the, they don't put the tissue back on the roll. They spit it on top. Oh, I hate when people do that. The tissue oh roll. What hell is she talking about? The roll of toilet, toilet paper. Roll, toilet you know paper. people use all the toilet paper, and instead of replacing the roll, they, they just, just put leave, it Oh, they leave a little cardboard so thing there? And yes. then they just put the next roll of toilet paper, like, on top of the sink or something. Oh, you ain't never tried to wipe your ass with the little cardboard thing? <laughs> Wait, listen. This morning. I got upset. I took it off too fast and pulled back and bust my lip. So I'm like, what? okay, I can take a little bit of pain. Yeah, that happened. I put, I put it on the road. When the sunset, touch the lip with the tissue. Now I bust my lip. I got to go to work with a busted lip. Oh, that's the excuse. And you put, the, and you, and you put the tip, what did you say? You put the tissue on your lip. She busted her yeah. lip because she was mad. I, you punched yourself I, in the face. Yeah, she punched herself in the face. <laughs> when I put the tissue on my lip, I'm like, oh, God, I didn't bust my lip. So, wait, hold on. Why would you put the tissue on your lip? You wipe yourself and then put it on your mouth? No, you silly with me. You ain't making no sense, Butterfly. We try to follow you. You should press charges against yourself. Something said, take a piece of chicken. Butterfly, your phone is on the trash. You're still smoking early in the morning, huh? Still waking and baking, huh? That's the government phone, so this phone is really going to go up. But listen, you know what that is? The welfare, they mess me up, man. But anyway, can I shout out my bosses in them? You got a boss? Y'all must not drug test each other. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead, Butterfly. Hurry up. (laughs) Shout it out. Shout out the Rochdale Chicken and Fish. Oh, okay. All right. Drop one of clean bombs for Rochdale Chicken and Fish. Makes perfect sense. Shout to Diddy. Shout shout to the whole team over there. That's where you were? Yes. That's my people's uh, over there. All I, want, all I want you to do is wash your hands before you go to work today, touching people chicken and fish, okay? That place is good, man. I wash everything. I love you, Charlie. <laughs> I love you too, Butterfly. Shout the stalk, shout the ditty, and keep making that fish. What up, Queens? Yes, come through that food too. Come you, through, yeah. You got me? You gonna give me? You gonna, you gonna hook me up? Envy, would you, you pay for that your money fish? You got? Come on, sit now. your this ass down ridiculous. and support a black business. Those are my people. I support them all the time. Trav! Yo, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? What's up, Yee? Hi, Trav. What's up, What up, Trav? What up, sis? You good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Listen, D.L. Hughley got to relax. What happened? D.L. Hughley got to relax. When, when we're talking about, you know, getting rid of R. Kelly and surviving R. Kelly, I can't stand the one person that want to scream out, what about, the, what about surviving the Catholic Church? We're not talking about the Catholic Church right now. We're, 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 right now, we're sticking up for the black woman that was harassed and sexually harassed by R. Kelly. So I, 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 I don't know. 
I agree with that, Trav, but I do think that R. Kelly should be a, a entry point for a broader conversation about just the abuse of of, 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 of young children and women, period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely, but my problem is, like, because... I'm trying to take away like, from what's happening with R. Kelly with these uh, black I women. I don't think they are by calling it, calling it all out across the board, though. I don't think they're taking away from it. The thing about D.R. Hughley, he's not calling it across the board. He wants to just make it a race thing and and turn it against white people, which is why he's pinpointing the Catholic Church. But if you're going to talk about the church, you got to talk about the church. There's a bunch of Bishop Eddie Longs out here. There's a bunch of black pastors out here touching (laughs) little girls. We can't just focus on the Catholic Church. So don't try to put it on the white people. When we're cleaning up the black backyard, stop trying to send them to the white community to clean up their backyard. I like how you said said clean up the black backyard, Trav. Is that what you do (laughs) before you have a little fun on a Friday? Oh, my goodness. Goodbye. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Chandelier. Hey, what's going on? Happy New Year, y'all. Happy okay, New Year, okay, bro. quiet storm voice. I hear, I see you. Chandelier. Uh, his name is his uh, I wanted, Chancellor. I want it for a New Year's resolution. I want it. I want. Char- I want Charlemagne to quit being an N-word and come to work on time. <laughs> and I want you to go to Lion. I want you to watch Lion King and go to Disney and be okay. envy. I want you to pull your pants up. And uh, I want to give a shout out. My dad's <laughs> birthday is today. our New Year's resolutions. My, I'm sorry. My dad's birthday is today. My brother's birthday is Sunday. And my girl who's right here, her birthday is tomorrow. I wanted to see Shout her. out to all the Capricorns. Capricorns are amazing people. I'm not going to just speed by this advice that he gave us. He's right. I do need to be on time. Angelie does need to see the Lion King. I'm going to watch the remake and of DJ the Lion Envy King. DJ does need to pull his goddamn pants up. You're 40 plus years old. And you're 40 plus years old. You should be on time. That's, that, why, that's, you, why, I'm, that's why I'm late. You be on late should be the that's, that's why I'm late. Thing. I'm old. As I'm you get hurt. older, you're supposed to wake up even earlier. Exactly. I do. Oh. And you're supposed to watch The Lion King my, already. Can y'all, can y'all tell my girl happy birthday? No, nah, we ain't tell her nothing. What's her name? Uh, Jessica. She right here. Let me speak to her. Happy born day, Jessica. Blow out, blow out your man's candle his on, like his, on his day. Jessica. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Happy birthday. Thank you. Is he treating you right? Sometimes. 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 What is, Jessica, what is what does he need to do for his New Year's resolution? To treat you better. Not get killed. Not get killed? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Now, one, no, wow. one, thing, one of my resolutions this year was to willingly accept the things that I cannot change, our control, okay? So you can't control whether or not you get killed, boo. He needs to act right. He'll be all right. Oh, you're talking about making, making you not kill him? <laughs> yeah. Is he eating the box oh. well? Oh, my God. You guys sound very comfortable. Yeah, we are. Are you all right? I'm I'm getting ready for work. I just busted in the room. Sounds like you laying down. Blink blink twice if you need help, Mama. You all right? How you going to see her blink? I'm just joking, Charlotte. All right, well, you guys have a happy, happy birthday, Mama. (laughs) Thanks, guys. All right. Devante. Hello? Hey, what's your name, bro? Uh, Devante. Get it off your chest. Good morning. Hey, um... Oh my God! I, I really got through. I'm, I'm such a big fan of all three of you guys. It's crazy, but uh, I just wanted to talk about a little bit about that R. Kelly situation. I more so I want to talk about Aaliyah. So Aaliyah's mother, she released a statement saying, basically saying that the docu, her being in the documentary was tainting her legacy. Mm-hmm. But I don't agree with that. I think the thing that's really tainting Aaliyah's legacy is the fact that we cannot buy or stream her music. 
except for the album AJ Nothing But a Number that was that written is very true by R. Kelly. We can't we can't stream our music because I went you to know, go look for Try Again and kids, I couldn't find Try Again because they don't have Aaliyah's music yeah, so on man, any streaming service. I can't get no, rock the boat. No idea. Nope. No, you can't. You had you never looked. They, these young kids will have no idea who she is if we cannot stream her music. That's what's killing her legacy. What is her, the, I wonder uh, what the reason for that is. I have no idea. Blame Barry Hankerson, her uncle, which who ran Blackground Records. That's whose fault it is that we cannot stream her music. But he won't answer, you know, us fans' questions. And, and they got the first album, but not they nothing That's else after that. Said, yeah. They probably don't own the he, first he album. Doesn't, he doesn't own. He, does he doesn't not own, own the first album. To uh, AJ Nothing But a Number. That's the only Sky one, yeah. That's crazy. So that's that's why. But yeah, I'm so happy I got through. Uh, Solomon, can we please drop one of the clues bombs for Aaliyah? I'm a, I'm a big fan. Today's our no. Next week is our birthday. Next week. Drop one of the clues bombs for Aaliyah. Yeah. Next week, what the 19th? I think. 16th. 16th. She'll be 40 oh, years Angela, old. Before, Angela, I love you. I love you so much. I just want to say that I listen to every single lip service. So. All right. Thank you. you. I appreciate Alrighty, that. Bro. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, we got rumors on the way? Uh, yes, yeah, since we've been talking about all these things, let's start it off with R. Kelly. Now, his estranged daughter has broken her silence. We'll tell you what she had to say about her father. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk R. Kelly. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, R. Kelly's estranged daughter has spoken out about him. Joanne Lee Kelly, a.k.a. Buku Abi. She put a message on Instagram. Um, it's a pretty long message, so you should read the whole thing if you have the opportunity to do so. But she said, before I start, I just wanted to be known that I am speaking from the heart. Nothing I say or do not say is to hurt any party reading or affected by this. To the people that feel I should be speaking up against everything that's going on right now, I just want you all to understand that devastated is an understatement for all that I feel currently. She said, I do apologize if my silence to all that is happening comes off as careless. And she prays for all the families and the women who have been affected by her father's actions. I'm confused by his whole family, though, because I saw uh, the, his, his ex-wife sticking up for him. And I thought she was just on the documentary crying. Did she? I thought she just said she that. She was saying he's a genius. And yeah, I'm like... He is a musical well, genius, Well, I think but... they're just talking about musically. But he's you can't, a very but talented who person. Who cares about his musical that, genius at a time like this? I mean, look, she clearly had a lot of issues of always trying to protect him and all of that. And maybe that's not completely over for her because she has children with him and she was married to him. And if somebody and the used trauma to... that she's gone through, I don't know how people react to that. Yeah, she also said she want R. Kelly and her kids' life, which is crazy to me, too. Well, but she that, said but that she wouldn't position. stop him from seeing his kids. I would stop him from seeing my daughter. I'm now, sorry. she goes on to say, unfortunately, for my own personal reasonings and for all my family has endured in regards to him, his life decisions and his last name, it has been years since my siblings and I have seen and or have spoken to him in regards to my mother. She, for the same reasonings and more, has not seen or spoken to my father in years. So she goes on to let people know that they would never condone, support or be a part of anything that he's doing. So just giving you what his own daughter has to say about her father. Right. And she did say that we should be speaking up against him. Rude comments about, she said, rude comments about my family, fabricating me, my siblings, and our mother's part, et cetera, does not help my family yeah, in our and, healing process. And, and, by, and by the way, nobody cares about R. Kelly's musical genius in a situation like this because most of his art is a reflection of his crimes. Right. Right. So she said that also doesn't help other people who want to come forward. So the way that you're speaking about 
his family and, the, you know, her mom, the brothers, whatever. She said that does not help other people who might want to come forward but are scared to speak up. That's true. So stop attacking the family. All right. So um, that's what she had to say. Now, remember when I was uh, going to the Surviving R. Kelly docuseries, we were supposed to do a Q&A and moderate a pan- I had to moderate a panel. And then there was a gun threat that was phoned in and everybody had to evacuate the building. Yes. Yes. Well, the NYPD has uh, located the person of interest. Who is that, it? Uh, gun threat. That is Donnell Russell. That's the person of interest and he is a business associate of R. Kelly. So please do want to speak to him about the threats that were phoned in to the theater that day. He used his own cell phone? I mean, they, they no. said that whatever number they tracked down My was connected goodness, to him. So they've been trying to contact him to find out what's going on. In the meantime, Lady Gaga has pulled her song with R. Kelly from iTunes and um, she's said, I stand by anyone who has ever been the victim of sexual assault. So... That song is not available anymore. I mean, all of that is cute now, but I just wonder why she ever worked with him to begin with. I mean, she literally just worked with him, what, like four years ago? So this is long after the sex tape, long after the the, the marriage to Leah. Like, the rumor was out about R. Kelly. Not even a rumor. But a lot of people The truth did, was out about R. Kelly way before four years ago. A lot of people ago. did. A lot of people didn't see it in depth like this documentary. If you think about it, Usher did, Jay-Z did. Like, a lot of people did that but, wouldn't and, do it now. And, and, but there was a whole tape, like... I've been clowning R. Kelly for a long time. <laughs> like, it was a whole sex tape, a whole marriage certificate. Like, come on, man. Now, the song is called Do What You Want With My Body. And so she said that, you know, she said she still hadn't processed the trauma that had occurred in her own life. And she did a very long post as well about I just want to know why did she do the song to begin with? Why would you do any type of sexual song with R. Kelly with the reputation that R. Kelly has has built well, for himself. Well, Kiki Palmer, who is a former, quote, student of R. Kelly, actually posted on Instagram, and she addresses that as well. She said, just finished surviving R. Kelly, and I spent the last hour crying. As a student of R. Kelly's, for the first time I was, and having been around his light and understanding the obstacles he overcame as a child to actually be birthed into the musical genius he is today, all to put others through the same darkness he was running from is the most disheartening thing to accept. Mm. So she goes on to say she's standing by her sisters and she said we have to be good to each other. Not all of us accept the light, but those of us that do must be responsible. Yeah, you can't I guess you can't uh you can't be mad when people start to open their eyes. You just gotta be happy that they finally opened them. All right. Well I'm Angela Yee and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now when we come back we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh we are gonna talk about Jeff Bezos and the money that he had to pay to cover up his alleged affair. We'll give you more details. Jeff Bezos, the founder and CEO of Amazon, $137 billion is getting divorced. Wow. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's start sports. Let's talk sports. Now, NFL playoff this weekend. Let's uh, let's make some predictions. Chiefs versus the Colts. I'm going Chiefs. What you got? Uh, Colts. Okay. Yee, what you got? Um, Chiefs. Okay. Cowboys versus the Rams. I'm going Rams. What you got, Yee? Rams. What you got, well, Sean? I'm not asking y'all what y'all, who y'all hope will win. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fanatic, so I'm going to always root for the Cowboys. See, my thing is this, though. I'm not emotionally invested in the Dallas Cowboys like I used to be. Okay. All right? I'm not emotionally invested. I you just, sound emotional right now. I, okay, maybe just a little bit. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, just, you know. So you're picking the Rams. I wasn't emotional when they was losing. When they was losing, I was just accepting it because right. I've been accepting it for the past 20 you, plus years. You cried now in the Now we're in the playoffs, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> I hope that they do good. So you're going for the Rams? No, I'm going for my Cowboys. Did you see Jerry Jones' new yacht? 
No. He bought amazing. a $250 million yacht. Really? Mm-hmm. He did. You're bringing some more players over. For <laughs> 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 the motherland. <laughs> Chargers, Patriots. I got the Patriots. Who you got, Yee? Uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Charlamagne. Uh, Chargers, Patriots? Oh. I mean, you never can really truly bet against the Patriots. Nah, you can't. But uh, the Chargers look good. And the Eagles, Saints, I hate to say it, but I, I got to go to the Eagles. Saints. Are you out of your mind? Saints going to wash the Eagles. I don't know. The Eagles <laughs> been pulling stuff out their ass Bruh, recently. knock it off. The Saints are going to wash the Eagles. They're going to avenge the uh, loss that they took against the Eagles earlier this year. They're going to wash the the Eagles. And, um, Eagles be pulling and stuff out their ass. Orleans? Yeah, they played in New Orleans. But we'll see. All right. Now, what else are we talking about here in front Well, of let's talk about Jeff Bezos. He is threatening the Inquirer all because of the story that broke on his secret relationship with Lauren Sanchez. As you know, Jeff Bezos is separating from his wife after 25 years. He put out a statement. They're now saying that he put that out because he knew the story was about to break in the Inquirer. You know how people want to get ahead of a story, so they put it out first. Well, that's exactly what they're saying he did. And according to the Inquirer, he was made aware of the story and he tried to buy it from the outlet before it actually hit the newsstands. But that actually didn't work out. That's crazy that Jeff Bezos can't buy something. I know. Like, just I mean, name your how price. Much? And the, who's the fool that didn't sell it to him? Now Come they, on. They're also saying that Jeff Bezos was um, spending a lot of money to spend time with Lauren Sanchez and whatever projects that he was working on, like a Super Bowl commercial, other things like that, he would make sure that Lauren Sanchez was included in the production team. So he would always insist that she get hired as well. Uh, they also have some text messages that Jeff Bezos was sending to Lauren Sanchez. Now, reportedly, she was so excited that she was dating the richest man that she was sending screenshots of her messages to her friends and one of her friends is the one that actually sent it to the Inquirer. That's why you can't do things like that. Uh, they also have pictures of some very racy images, some nude pictures. <laughs> one picture is of him shirtless and he said, you know what I want? I want to get a little drunk with you tonight. Not falling down, just a little drunk. I want to talk to you and plan with you, listen and laugh. I basically want to be with you. That's Exclamation sexy. Point. That's sexy for a rich person. I want to plan with you. That's then sexy I want for to fall person, asleep man. with you and wake up tomorrow and read the paper with you. <laughs> And have and read coffee the pa- with you. That's sexy, I love man. a nerdy relationship. That's rich talk. I want to plan with you. I can't even get I want to read the paper with you. I can't and get, I, he's very politically correct. I'm that to my wife Even right in now. this, he says, I don't, I don't want to be falling down drunk, just a little drunk. <laughs> and then I want to talk and plan with I you. I want to plan with you. That's, that, that's sexy as hell, yo. I'm that's sending that to my wife right do, now. Right? Oh, I thought you wanted Jeff Bezos the way you was going so crazy. That's what you do, right? You want to, you want to, that's what we all want. We want to, we want to build with ours, right? plan with you tonight. You want to sit down and build with you. Let's get a little Drunk and be and naked and playing. Wake up tomorrow, read the paper, and have let's, coffee. Let's I just want to know who is the fool that wouldn't sell Jeff Bezos what he wanted. <laughs> I'm with you. Like, you could have gotten paid. He's got to give up half his fortune in the divorce. You could have asked for a billion and got it. Easily. Well, according to Bezos, he's saying that he was already separated when he started dating Lawrence. Well, clearly he wanted the information, though. Yeah, clearly. Right? So I'm like, all right, boom, give me 500 million, it's yours. Like, why? Why? Nobody said that he offered five hundred million. That's a lot. No, lie. I'm telling you what I would have asked for if I'm trying to maybe they did Jeff, Jeff Pesos. They probably made a lot of money and got a lot of credibility off this story too because it's the Inquirer. You know Please. how could have got way more money. Jeff Pesos got five hundred million dollars in his back pocket just to say here. You think he would just do that? Yes. No. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back. Let's plan with each other. I like that, y'all. I'm going to send that to my wife. She's going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? I like that. But anyway, when we come back, Angela Rye will be joining us. We'll kick it with Angela Rye, our political 
pundit. And uh, if you have questions, 800-585-1051. It's our first appearance of the year. Yes. Uh, first out of probably 100. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk some politics when we come back and more. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What the morning, f- everybody. Uh, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes. Miss Angela Rye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, peeps. Now, the, now the truth that you are running a little late because you have a full soul in. Oh my God! Do. Hey, do you see it? Do okay, see it? okay, okay, it? right. Don't touch yeah. it. Don't touch don't it. Don't touch it. No, but yes, and it's. I don't know how to do it. I'm making me nervous. So what I did you do? I just had to try to curl the ends because it was looking. I don't know. Well, and congratulations. I'm glad you got here. I'm glad you got here. Yes, I'm so glad to be here. I apologize for my tardy. We were having nice uh, hair conversations we were. because we people it. think that people just want to have a weave just because they want long, luxurious hair or something like that. But it is a protective hairstyle yeah. to protect your curls. And, Which are fried at this point, Angela. Yeah, and when you're on TV or other things and you're styling your hair and putting those heat products on your hair all the time, it's just not good for your hair. So sometimes yeah. you got to give it a break. Yep, and that's what but I'm doing. But you wear cornrows a lot of the time, too, though. I like my cornrows. It's just something different. So I'm just yeah. going to try it, and then we're going to cut this down in, like, three phases. So it's long <laughs> today, and okay. then it's going to get shorter. A full sewing is tough, though. It is, it is tough. I'm going to see if we can make it. Just check in and on just me. just make, make sure, sure when you it. wash your hair, you really, really dry it. I know. I asked him. I was like, would it get, like, moldy Yes, Moldy. And it stinks. No, it'll I'm stink. serious. And they, they say that people's weevils yeah. stink. I'm scared. I don't want it to stink. You guys tell me. You would tell this this thing. Mm. Yes. Stop it! Stop it! Right. Stop little, it! Little subway train, oh, like this is low. Not nothing crazy. I've never even been on the subway in full. <laughs> All right. So since we're talking here, such a jackass. What should we do with Trump's you hair? You the donkey of the day. What should we do with Trump's hair? Let's talk oh, hair. Oh my let's god. Get right into it. What, what, what are we gonna do with his hair? So let's not talk about his. I'm hair. I'm just joking with the hair. But let's talk. But I wonder if he. he anyway, okay. You, you gonna get him a sewing? No, he might. He may have one. His weed definitely stink. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk okay, about this. Okay, let's be serious. This is important. The let's government talk, shut down is very important right shut now. Down. People are not getting paid today. So Today's here, the first day. Yes. So here's check. my biggest issue. Mm-hmm. This is um, on part of become On Saturday, it's the longest government shutdown in history. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, there have been 20 shutdowns since 1976. Mm-hmm. This is probably the first time, um, at least in a long time, that the government would be shut down because the president had an emotional tantrum about a physical barrier that makes no sense, mm-hmm. right? To keep people out of this country who have the legal right, right, to seek asylum mm-hmm. here. Um, I am so bothered by what is happening when I'm going through TSA at the airport, and y'all know I don't love TSA based on my own experience, Mm -hmm. but I understand that it's one person. I have been apologizing to the workers. Like, they're going to work every day without being guaranteed a paycheck, Mm -hmm. and we talked about this the other day offline that Sure, they still will eventually get paid. Some but when of them, you're not living, all of them. If you're furloughed, it's not. It wasn't guaranteed. But the Senate just passed a bill that whether you're furloughed or you're deemed an essential worker, you will get paid. Mm-hmm. The challenge I have is people are like, oh, they're going to get paid eventually. But if you live paycheck to paycheck, that eventually is not okay. No, you got to get a job. You listen, pay your bills, your mortgage, people, your car note, your kids' long, school. Listen, yeah, how long are they going to hold off mm-hmm. on your mortgage, your rent, or whatever it is that you have to do? Are you going to get a break? Food. Have, you got to eat. You have to eat, mm-hmm. and and that's the other 
another thing too. Donald Trump, who is a, or was a landlord at some point, him saying like, "Oh, they'll be okay." He knows that he wasn't gonna give anybody a pass on a rent payment. That's a good question. I wonder if a landlord would give somebody a pass if they know they work for the. But government. what about the the, the landlord, landlord has bills too? The landlord oh, gotta pay yeah, the rent. Yeah, so right. you know, like, it's like, is the mortgage rent? company yeah. gonna give them all that? Yeah. So that's nope. the the real question to me. One of the things that I've been really encouraged by, and this doesn't mean that they get paid sooner. But some of the members of Congress have been putting out statements saying, I'm uncomfortable receiving my check while you're not getting your your money either. And I think that's the right thing to do. That's the right tone. But somebody has to start feeding these folks. I was reading today um, the FDA food inspection. Yep, I was just stopped. talking about that. Because I own a juice bar, so I was thinking about yes. that because they can't inspect the food. So now people could get sick. So the, eating, the romaine eating lettuce eating thing food, yeah. that just happened, Man, that I would not get discovered. Nobody would have known. That's, that's a good lawsuit. That is a good lawsuit. Who are you though. suing? The government. Okay. Is the, the government, government not checking the, the government food? Too. The government. Yeah. That's no, a scary it, thing, though, because you don't think about how it affects every single person. That's Even right. if you're not the person that's not getting a paycheck, it does affect you. If you're going to get something to eat, you could end up getting sick. That's right. But didn't he say last night that he was going? He was going to sign off to stop it temporarily so that people can't get paid? Did Did he say that last night? I didn't see that, but maybe he did. I didn't see him last night. I was speaking in Newark. Okay. But I will say. Um, I have severe trust issues with Donald Trump because mm -hmm. he says one thing on Twitter, mm -hmm. one thing in a public statement, one thing when the press asks him a question, one thing in an Oval Office meeting. You just never know what to believe. The bottom line is he should sign the bill that the Senate passed to ensure that folks who are furloughed, meaning they were told they don't need to come to work and the essential workers still get paid. Can we so override him? Is there only any way to, that the people can override his decision or that's not possible? Well, the, the people can't, but the Senate can always pass a veto-proof uh, can always pass veto-proof legislation. That's the way to override the president. Can, why, why haven't we done this yet? I, I we, we should ask the Senate. We should call the Senate today, 202-224-3121, and say it's about that time. Mm -hmm. You repeated um, that like Mike Jones used to repeat his phone, though. <laughs> <laughs> like you had that off the top of your you head. You got to call him enough. You have to call him enough. That's the way to engage. I think that so many of us have been trained to believe that voting is the first and only step in engagement, and it's just really not. So what about him being able to declare like a state of emergency? emergency. So there was a bill passed in, I believe it was the 70s, um, that would kind of halt, halt the ability of the president to use a national declaration of emergency um, for issues like this. And I think that he doesn't understand his own limitations. We all know he struggles <laughs> with just basic understanding of civics. Um, so I think that 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 it's going to be substantially curtailed, especially given the checks and balances that exist um, in Congress, especially now because uh, Democrats have taken over the House. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that is something that we have less to be concerned about. There is um, some fodder about him using funds that are, exist for national uh, natural disasters, mm -hmm. like him raiding those funds. The congressman... Uh, who chairs Homeland Security, Benny Thompson, just issued a statement saying you cannot raid those funds for this. This is not a it's national emergency. It's not a natural emergency. disaster yeah. at all. It's not. And you know, I don't like the false narrative that he's putting out there about what, why we need a wall and trying to scare That's people right. into thinking that there's all these dangerous people that are bringing drugs across the border over right. here and murderers and pe like it's ridiculous. With and I no think data. that's really, really dangerous. It is, it is dangerous, especially because people will not read. Like mm -hmm. they won't read to know this is the truth. I think I'm also encouraged by if there was a silver lining by, uh, about this, there are a number of people polled over 50% who believe that this is not one, not something we should be doing, and two, understand that this is Donald Trump's doing. 
Um, this is not the way you govern. Mm -hmm. um, this is not how you show people compromise. I think the other thing we should be concerned about for kids watching this behavior is like, this is not how you should behave as an adult or not as a all. professional, right? <laughs> like, you can't do this at school. You'll get sent home. You may right. get suspended. Like, it's ridiculous. The president we, is we, not a good example. He is not a good example. We, we do need stronger border security, though, right? But just not the wall. Well, let's let's, yeah. let's talk about that when we come back. Stronger border security. Also, we're going to ask about, is it time? When, when are we going to impeach him? When we come back, we're going right. to talk about it. I said impeach him. You want to be on the Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yeah, I guess, Scott, you you just him. said government. <laughs> <laughs> well, Angela Rise here. We got more with home when we come back. Don't go anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Angela Rye is still in the building. Now, Charlemagne, you asked about border control. Yeah, we. Do, I mean, we do need stronger border security, right? Yeah. So, um, a few years back, the House and the Senate uh, were working diligently to pass a comprehensive immigration reform bill. We need immigration reform, period. The number of people who are waiting and how long they're waiting, it takes too long. The costs associated. All of it. And when you talk about border security, it's the way in which you go about border security. We need border security at the northern and southern borders. We need land, ports of entry, you know, uh, seaports. We need all of that secure. Um, whether we're talking about from terrorism, from people coming in and not, you know, not just seeking asylum, just um, seeking entry illegally, of course. But the ways in which you control that narrative and talk about it um, factually is very, is very important. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing that folks have to remember, um, it's become a wedge issue for black and brown communities. And I'm struggling to understand why black folks don't understand that we, Im we are immigrants too, mm -hmm. right? Um, there's been a big myth that this is just a brown issue and it's not. It's black and brown mm -hmm. and Asian so, and white. Do you think... Right? Um, when it comes to the shutdown, getting getting the ending of the shutdown, yeah. do you think both parties have some responsibility? Um, yeah, but I think that uh, as far as I I can see, Democrats and well-meaning conservatives are doing their part. Um, they need an engaged, thoughtful partner in the president, um, understanding that this is not about a wall of steel or paper, mm -hmm. right? Like you really have to move the needle on this. It's not the campaign promise is already violated because Mexico was supposed to pay for the wall. Supposedly. Right? Yeah, supposedly, Mexico's allegedly, yeah. not paying for the wall. The reason the government is shut down is because he expects for taxpayers to pay for this and he claims that he's going to recoup the funds by re, uh, revising a trade deal. And there's no compromise in you saying that basically you want the $5.7 billion in asset. Yeah. He's not trying to compromise on that. Even, so what would be the compromise? Well, that's just it. Like, ask him that. You're going you gonna to go into a press conference and ask him? He doesn't no. understand. I don't even think he understands compromise. It's like all or nothing. Like, this is the wall that I want. You should give me this. I will give you. If you give me this wall, I'm going to give you diversity visas back is one of the things that he said. That's not a good compromise because as um, Nancy Pelosi artfully said, and I agree with her, the wall is immoral. Mm -hmm. So that means it's a non-starter. We have, a, have to shift the starting place to something that makes sense for everybody, and that's not it. You just said something that's very important, though. I do think that this wall is just a, 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 a token for his re-election, so to oh, speak. Oh, it's no question about yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, not even that. I mean, we were talking impeachment before the holidays, and now it seems like that slowed down. Well... You know what? He's like, I'm always talking impeachment. Speaking of impeachment. <laughs> yeah, I have a question about that yeah. with Michael Cohen, right? Yes. Testifying now. And they're comparing, like, this whole thing with Donald Trump. Because I'm, I'm wondering, like, with, with him going forward and speaking his truth about what really happened now that he's not glamored by Donald Trump anymore, what is the effect of that going to be? Like, can this lead to Donald Trump, something happening to him even being impeached? Angela, can we impeach the damn president? I know. You're like, I'm ready. Can we impeach the So, um, yes and no. For whatever reason, there are a number of Democrats who believe 
mm. that impeachment would be bad for them politically. The argument is that it would take up so much oxygen, I think as we all know, um, just as this investigation has. It would take up so much oxygen for them politically, you wouldn't hear about the successes they have in passing legislation and moving the needle on other aspects of oversight for mm. this administration. Um, so I understand why they say they don't love the idea of impeachment. I also think practically we have an obligation to demonstrate that this president has abused his power, that there are several people in the administration who have abused their power, mm -hmm. that the campaign violated the law, and so did the transition team. They can do that by um, not saying impeachment, um, but by going through the oversight process. You all know there were substantial changes in Congress. Um, within the Democrats alone, there are now 55 members of the Congressional Black Caucus, the largest CBC ever, 39 members of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus, lar largest CHC ever. What does that mean for uh, oversight of this president? Congressman Elijah Cummings is now the chair of the Oversight and Government Reform Committee. Congresswoman Waters became the first black person, woman ever, mm -hmm. to chair financial services. Um, Homeland Security's Benny Thompson. We can go on and on. All of these folks can oversee this administration and the abuses. I think that's where we start. Um, Y'all know I obviously want to see him gone. Um, I do not want to see him continue another day. You only got a year left, though. I, I don't think impeaching him is the right thing to do at this point. Either. Let him crash and burn. And don't you think that all of these white militant groups on the ground I were right? I just want to point out, we just talked about this government shutdown. Him yeah. crashing and burning means there are 800,000 other people who are also crashing and burning. Mm. And as callous as he is, I think it's just as callous and irresponsible for us to have that position. So, Well, America got the president that they voted for. So, um, so, so then we go back to the Mueller so, investigation, which was your question, too, about Michael Cohen. There's a Russian who was just indicted that was in the room with Donald Trump Jr., mm -hmm. Paul Manafort, right? Like, this, these questions have to be answered. I don't know that America voted yeah, for Yeah, I don't know that America did. Right? Like, I still really don't believe that. we really didn't. We no, no, well, 40, mi well, 40 million people got what they wanted. Maybe. Allegedly. Or maybe not. Maybe. And okay. that's my, I know y'all, they say <laughs> black folks are conspiracy theorists so much, but I am. Like, yeah. I still am not maybe sold not. on that. And I have the same feelings about what happened in Florida with I see with a lot of MAGA paraphernalia out here. Uh, we always did that. How, ma how many? Yeah, I see you a saw lot. 40 million. No. Well, Kanye's wearing his hat. No, you like Kanye counts for 20. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, I just, I don't believe it. I'm not sold on that. And so I just think we have a lot to still uncover with the impeachment space. We should make sure that we understand what happens with the Mueller investigation before we talk impeachment. There well, already may be enough there. Well, and you're right, there calls. is an upside for us, though, like you said, with all these uh, Democrats and people of color that are actually in yeah. office now. Yeah. Well, let's there take is, some calls. Angela Rye is here, 800 585 1051. If you got a question, maybe you need something cleared up or something, uh, I don't know. Or maybe you just want smoke with Angela Rye. Maybe you want smoke with Angela Rye. <laughs> Why would you put that out there? You love to talk about energy. You love to send Goodness me the crazy gracious. energy. I just like to see AR in action. That's all. all right. Such a maybe real you want to smoke show. with Angela Rye. <laughs> what? You smoke? You smoke? No, I didn't say that. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> I did not. What did, what did Bill Clinton say? I did not inhale. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Angela Rise here. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Angela Rye in the building, and we're taking your calls. 800-585-1051. Who wants smoke where they are? Hello, who's this? This is Denzelé. Hey, what's up, Mom? I'm not going to try to pronounce your name, but you got a question for Miss Ra? Firstly, I want to just thank her for keeping her foot on all of these uh, <laughs> Democrats and Republican necks. I wanted to find out from her, does she think that the Dems are eventually going to break and give in and fund this um, this wall? 
I don't because uh, the position is that the wall is immoral, right, and that people have a legal right to seek asylum. So that's already a law on the books. I don't think this is a point of compromise, and I don't think this is a point where they, they'll bend. I don't think it ever hurts um, to call your members of Congress. Um, the number is 202-224-3121 to make sure they don't break, to make sure they know you all are supporting them. Um, the vast majority of the country right now does not support the, sh the shutdown, but they also don't support the wall. So I think it never hurts to encourage your members and tell them to stand strong and to keep fighting for what they know is right. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Garrett. Hey, Garrett, what's your question for Angela Rye? So in these political times and with the social climate, I've thought a, a lot about how to make my line of work more relevant to the conversation. And I've even started thinking about transitioning into politics. So my question is, what would you consider step one or the first few steps in making that transition? Oh, good question. That is a great question. I think it's so important for folks to understand the only experience you have to have in running for political office is the, that of your own personal story. So everything that makes you passionate about wanting to run for office, about wanting to support candidates, about wanting to get involved, that's really all you need. Um, I think that if you have certain issues that you're passionate about, telling people what those issues are, what your positions are on those issues so that you can start to gain support is also important. Knowing what office you want to run for, how much it costs normally to run, um, to have a candidacy in that particular space is super, super important. So getting started just with knowing what local offices are available, when would those elections be? Um, who's um, about to retire. Maybe you could not take somebody on and take over a seat that's already um, going to be vacant. Those are all good places to start. What area are you from? Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah, and I'm sure you already know there's um, a, the first Somali woman, second Muslim woman um, right. to run for Congress and win um, is from is from your, your state. So I think there's a, a open opportunity for you to go and make history. All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you. Good is luck, there ever Mom. a time when someone doesn't run for an office that's available? Um, yeah, and they will appoint somebody. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of times, especially if people resign or retire too, where they just appoint someone to fill in or they do a special election. We should talk about one positive thing. It is um, being stated and reported in several publications that Senator Kamala Harris is going to announce her presidential bid on Martin Luther King Day. Well, I'm glad that you said that because I was about to ask you before <laughs> you left. It's January 2019. Democrats still have no potential candidates. The next presidential re-election is next year. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem normal to me that nobody's announced yet. So that makes well, sense that... Elizabeth Warren has yeah. also announced um, the, a presidential exploratory committee, and I think we're going to have, like, tons of candidates. Do you that remember scares how, me, though. Like, why? Because there's so many people... Like, I, I think that was the problem with, with Hillary. Like, people were divided, so divided. But know? it was between two yeah, people, yeah, no, really. Two people. It's always think a bunch of it. candidates initially. Think about how... not There wasn't a bunch, though, because it, mm -hmm. it was just... It was um, Martin O'Malley, Sanders, Sanders. and uh, Hillary. It's only three. Didn't Warren run two yet? No. Okay. This oh, okay. Do you like? Do you like Elizabeth Warren? I like her. But mm -hmm. what I what I'm encouraged by is, I, the, although they they didn't have a happy ending, the presidential election for Republicans in 2016. You remember how big that first yeah. debate stage was? Yeah. That's gonna be ours. So even though they ended up with somebody crazy, I still want to blame <laughs> Russia. Um, I think that it will be good for us to really believe to go into a presidential term with a presidential election with the idea that it doesn't belong to anyone. It's anybody's game. Mm. It's not your turn. It's not your time. Like, let's just see what happens. I think that actually could be really healthy for the party. I told you, I saw for Kamala party. a couple years ago, though. I think Kamala could be the next president of the United States. She's so amazing. I hope so. They're about like a Cory Booker also. Um, So we'll see if Cory Booker announces. Eric Holder is supposed to be announcing. Bernie Sanders is talking about it. Joe Biden is talking Joe about Biden. it. 
so there are a number of other potential candidates, and I think it'll just be a good opportunity for Betty. Julian Castro. What about Castro? dude from Texas? Oh, Beto O'Rourke? Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, think? there's been discussion about him, too. He has a name. You know what? Can we talk about this for a minute? What's that? I'm really frustrated about the Beto thing, and I'm going to tell you why. Beto um, lost to Ted Cruz by 11 percentage points. Mm-hmm. Stacey Abrams and Andrew Gillum were within thousands of votes, tens mm. of thousands of votes from their opponents. There hasn't been any discussion about Stacey and Andrew running for president. Well, that's because they're black. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then there's that. All right. But a Kamala we, we, Beta ticket would be dope. Kamala. Kam- Kam- I'm sorry. <laughs> a Miss Harris. A Miss Harris Beta ticket. I'm going to just say Miss Harris. So, <laughs> but why, why Beto? Because people like him. <laughs> we want to win, right? That's true. <laughs> I mean, people like him. But I wonder why they like him. Because he's charismatic? Okay. Well, you think, I mean, I mean, I don't know. He's I just, like, I don't know enough information. He seems he he like he's charismatic. I, and I guess I think that's my issue. Beyonce like, wore his hat. That's Andrew's, Andrew, Andrew's Andrew is charismatic. Stacey's charismatic. I love Andrew. I just, I don't know. I just think a, a Kamala Beta ticket nationally would be, would be. You just called bigger. him Beta. I'm over it. Right. What's I, his I also name? Think, but it's, it's also, good to be okay. with y'all. <laughs> it's good to be. with Harris O'Rourke. It's also people who have indicated that they're interested in running too. Yeah, I feel like maybe. Mm-hmm. Now you on tour, right? Yes, What's I'm doing tour? a work work tour. So we really mm-hmm. just had a ton of speaking engagements, and people are always so mad. They're like, "You post this so late, I can't go." So we wanted to make sure people had a full listing of a d- of dates. It's busy season for many of us, starting around. Martin Luther King Day, yeah. right through Black History Month and the top of Women's History Month. So it's a tour to let people know, hey, I'm going to be in your state. I always appreciate your support. So we want to make sure people feel motivated, not just inspired by words, but motivated to work woke. And they can go to the website to look at the dates. And Instagram. It's on the gram to see the dates. Well, give me a nice website, Angela. AngelaRye.com, but yes. also at AngelaRye on Instagram, because you can see the mm-hmm. graphic and share it. Go ahead okay. and get Angela Ryder a million followers, too. She almost there. Okay. Aww, yeah, like thanks, 980 brother. or something like that. Thanks, brother. I'm paying attention like to analytics you. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. no, I, I appreciate that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, now we got rumors on the way, Yee? Hold on. I'm looking at where she's about to be. Okay, Chicago. Yeah, Father Flaker's Church Ohio. on Sunday. Be in Atlanta. Yeah. You All coming? Right. Let's see. I'm trying to see if anything overlaps. If oh, I'm okay. be in the city when you're there. I'm going to tag team with Angela and have her do part of the speech. She's going to close it out on fire. Listen, I'm not going to come after <laughs> Angela Rye. You go ahead, Angela. I'll, I'll introduce you, though. Okay, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll there take that. There we go. <laughs> All right. Now, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about Nick Cannon and Damon Dash versus Jay-Z and Foxy Brown rumors. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, congratulations. It looks like last night, Joelle Santana and Kim Bella did get married. That's good. Drop on the clues bonds for them. Now they can have have conjugal visits. Yes, he proposed back in November at the Apollo while he was performing with Dipset. And they got married already, so that's dope. Congratulations to the two of them. I was looking at stories online. I saw Lil' Kim was there. Um, of course, Jim Jones was there, Freaky Zeke. So looks like it was yeah, a good time. And, and no need Cameron. To no need to waste any time, you know what I'm saying? They, they were uh, together for a long time. You proposed, now get married. Now you can have conjugal visits. All is well with the world. All right, now let's get into this whole Nick Cannon and uh, Damon Dash interview that happened. Now, Nick Cannon has his own, uh, I guess he's been dropping these uh, interviews. Cannon's Corner. Cannon's Classes. Cannon's Class, yeah. And he sat down with Damon Dash in his class and posted a clip. The first episode is with Damon Dash. And they discuss a number of things, including 
Jay-Z and Foxy Brown. He was really trying to get some information because people are trying to say that Jay-Z was with Foxy Brown when she was underage. Foxy that's Brown so has already said that that's not true. This, this, is, this whole exchange Like years so ago, lame. but here's how it went down. At what age was Foxy Brown signed? Yo, be, don't beat around the bush. Say what you want to say. I'm just asking. What do you mean by that question? I was just asking. What do you insinuate? I'm not insinuating. I just asked the question. I, mean, I, I, I thought Foxy was like 16. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> It sounds like you. All I'm saying is in like this industry so, when we live it in seems these like glass you got, It seems like you got a question for Jay. <laughs> Ask him. I ain't got to do with that. That, that was so lame. I mean, why even try to insinuate that whole was dealing with Foxy when she was underage? Like, what's the point? Now, 50 Cent posted, Dame is a real sucker for this. He's trying to get Jay jammed up. That was 50 Cent? Yeah. yeah, 50 Cent said this show should be called Two Suckers Chatting Class. I just thought it was corny. Like, it's very, it, it, was, it was very chatty pattyish. And I just saw Dame, too. Me, I, I literally just saw Dame, like, Two days ago, mm-hmm. but I just that was corny, and it was more so. It was corny on Nick's part to even try to ask that question to get that out of Dane, but then like even Dane was trying to bring it back to like right. like go ahead and ask me what you what it is you want to ask me. But why even put that in the atmosphere for what? Yeah, I actually was uh, researching that when I saw that story break, and I did see that Foxy had said that nothing ever happened. And, she said that a while ago. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. So I guess it's just. Whatever reason. How did Jay even get in this? I don't even know how his name popped up. I have no clue. How? All right. Now, Irv Gotti is saying that he's going to have a Murder, Inc. series. He said, Murder, Inc., everything will be told, the good, the bad, everything. With my Murder, Inc. TV series, I'm taking my time because it has to be perfect. But for sure, it's coming. They have not yet released, uh, announced the release date, but... Sure, you guys want to see that. I'm here right? for that. Yeah, there's a lot of dimensions to that murder. Drop on the clues bombs for Irv Gotti. I'm here for that. And congratulations to Logic. He has announced that he's doing his first ever novel. It's called Supermarket. He said, Supermarket is upon us. Pre-order my debut novel now. The link is in his bio if you guys want to check that out. He said he's showing the world that we, uh, the Rat Pack, are more than just music fans, that we are lovers of all forms of entertainment. Thank you for allowing me on this journey. I've kept you in the dark on what this book is really about. And from now until it's released, I'm so excited to dive in and introduce you to this universe I've created. Is it a fictional book? I don't know much about it because he hasn't really given much, mm. you know, but... Yeah, I guess he said writing a few pages of a script for the incredible true story or everybody or everybody was special, but creating an entire world from cover to cover for my fans to explore is a dream come true. So it has to be some type of world that he's created. It's called Supermarket. Um, he said, this isn't just characters on a page. So much of it is me. And because of that, I thank you for your love and support. I'm, I'm more intrigued uh, by that than I've ever been for any of Logic's music. Well... Just letting you know. So good. Now you can go ahead and pre-order that book Mm -hmm. and support. And what I love that he said, let's put our phones down for a little while, pick some books up, and experience something together that we can discuss in great detail. I love that because, you know, I read books all the time. I know you do too, Charlamagne. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a a great thing. Okay. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Charlamagne. Yes. Who are you giving that down to? You know, man, uh, we really need to be very, very, very cautious and, you know, be very aware of these turd terrorists that exist. These turd terrorists? Turd terrorists that exist in America. As in doodle? <laughs> you just be here for after the hour, okay? Doodle terrorists? We, we, I'm, I'm going to inform you all about these turd terrorists, okay? My goodness. All yes. right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. 
A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. With the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, Duval, they keep letting me get them like this because they keep doing things like this. All right, Donkey today for Friday, January 11th, goes to a substitute teacher at a school in Sarasota, Florida, named Heather Carpenter. Now it's 2019, and nothing has changed when it comes to the Sunshine State. If you're new to the Breakfast Club, my name is Charlemagne the God, a.k.a. Uncle Charla. And what does your Uncle Charla always tell you? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And this donkey of the day is just the first reminder of 2019 that Florida going Florida. Now, Heather Carpenter, like I told you, is a substitute teacher, and for whatever reason, she had a dispute with the school's principal. Heather was allegedly upset that the school's principal was set to have a birthday party at a particular venue. The venue in question was the Pavilion in Erfer Park. Now, I don't know what Heather has against the principal or the principal's daughter, but Heather, a substitute teacher, decided to be a party pooper, literally. Let's go to Fox 13 for the report, please. All eight of these picnic tables here at Erfer Family Park had to be replaced after a woman spread human waste and fecal matter all over the wood as a form of payback. It was a mixture of urine and feces, and she had it in a big cup. The nasty vandalism cost the county more than $2,300 for cleanup, replacing tables and grills, and reimbursing and rescheduling a birthday party set for the pavilion later that morning. It only took the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office a few days to track down and arrest Heather Carpenter. The 42-year-old is charged with felony criminal mischief. Turns out Carpenter is a substitute teacher at Philippi Shores Elementary School. According to arrest paperwork, Carpenter wasn't happy with how the principal handled a professional complaint she made at the end of November. The Sarasota woman admitted to investigators she smeared the feces with the goal of spoiling the birthday party planned at the park that day. The celebration was for the principal's daughter. Officials say Carpenter is no longer a substitute and can't volunteer at any district schools while this investigation is active. You think? Uh, Heather was with the, 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 uh, the sugar honey iced teas. Okay, now I have a homeboy who shall remain nameless who used to have a real problem beating people up. So he went to anger management as part of his probation for beating people up. So whenever he wanted to beat people up, instead he would resort to fighting with feces. What I mean by that is... Oh my gosh, wax is crazy. I didn't say him. Uh What I mean by that is if he had a beef with someone, he would cut your car seat open and put dingleberries in the cushions or he might go in your house and put a couple chocolate delights in your sneakers. That's disgusting. It is. I remember he had an issue with his next door neighbor and the next door neighbor's roommate, you know, let him in the house. So my guy put butt truffles in the neighbor's couch cushions. What's a butt truffle? Turd. Ne- oh. Never understood why the roommate was down with that because he had to live there too. All right, the moral of the story is it's just some real live turd terrorists out here, and Heather Carpenter is clearly one of them. My thing is, Heather, you got beef with the principal. Why resort to attacking the kids? Because that's essentially what you were doing by spreading butt mud all over the picnic tables and grills at this park. None of the adults were going to be affected by these rusty nuggets. I mean, sure, you put some rectum warriors on the grill, so that means everybody's burger would end up getting fudge babies on them. But why do that to the kids, okay? What is something else that your Uncle Charlotte always tells you? Never go to war with someone who gives a F less than you. And clearly Heather Carpenter don't give a F. Anyone can get it. Men, women, and children. If she got beef with you, then all of y'all getting butt beans. All right? Everybody at this party <laughs> gonna get all the fanny fudge you can eat. Chocolate bananas for everybody simply because I got beef with one person. I'm telling you, don't go to war with somebody who gives a F less than you, especially a record.
rectum warrior. Now, Heather has been charged with third-degree felony mischief and property damage, and there is no way she can be in population with other prisoners. Because what if this turd terrorist decides to let a bunch of frightened turtles loose in a prison? Do you really want a corn massacre in one of these correctional facilities? Think about it, Florida. Please give Heather Carpenter the biggest hee huh? Question. What? I don't want to hear your question. Now nah, I got a question. So, for her to carry in your guys, your friends, uh, you know, turd terrorists, so he does he does he poop on the floor and then pick it up? Never asked if it was human feces. It could have been dog feces. I don't know what kind of feces it was that okay. he was using. I'm just curious. Like, do you just poop? It's like, it? I don't know what kind of feces Heather was using. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We just assumed it was I'm her. I'm just assuming it's hers. Now, do you pick it up or do you go in the toilet? And like, I'm, I'm just, just saying, if you got to go to a prison, you know what I'm saying, and that's your weapon of choice... You always got some on deck. You always got some on deck. You're right. <laughs> I'm pretty regular. All right. Matter of fact, 8.30 this morning, if anybody, any turd terrorists need some, holler at me. I got it for the low. <laughs> My goodness. Is okay. it going to be mushy or hard? <laughs> um... Let me see what I had. Well, last night I had fish for dinner. This morning I had my regular protein shake. You should shake. always look at your Probably poo to figure out how well you're doing as far as your diet. I never look at my poo. You should. I, no, that's disgusting. You got to make sure it looks normal. No, I'm fine. The color right. of it, the texture. All right, guys. All right. Well, that. Uh, thank you for that donkey today. Yes. <laughs> now, when we come back. beige turd. Let's open up the phone lines. 800, what'd you call me? A little beige turd. <laughs> beige turd. 800-585-1051. Let's talk Open marriages. Now, Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe, oh, they were on the uh, show <laughs> yesterday, and we talked about open relationships, open marriages, and this is what they said. A couple comes to you guys and says, we're thinking about doing an open relationship. We know you guys did it. What would you tell them? Hell, Hell no. no. Don't do yeah, it. Don't do it. <laughs> so it wasn't yeah. worth opening Pandora's box? No, it wasn't. It was worth it because at the end of the day, I feel like it strengthened our bond. Like, everybody's going to go through challenges and obstacles, but when you're able to overcome those challenges and then come out even better after that, like, I feel like it was. The experience was worth it right, to me for every, our relationship. But everybody's but not going to be able to make it through something like that. All right, All right, we didn't set this up right. Come on. All right, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Are you in an open relationship or open marriage? Has it worked for you? No, what? Tell them what day it is. Oh, is it? That's yes. how we're going? All right. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. All right. <laughs> open relationship <laughs> is the topic. <laughs> you want to try this again? No. Oh, we did it wrong? He didn't have a beat ready. Oh, come on. All right, come on. All right. I know it's the first Friday since we've been back to work, but... All right, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Ow. There we go. Ooh. All right, 800-585-1051. We're talking open marriages, open relationships. Has it worked for you? If it has, call us up. We would like, we'd like to know your success stories. We want to know your horror stories. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. And we're talking open marriages and open relationships. This conversation comes from Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe when they were here and they talked about their open relationship. Uh, nobody up here uh, believes in that. I'm not, I'm not going to say I don't believe in it. I'm well, just I, saying well, I don't for myself. I haven't indulged in it, and I don't, I don't see the need. But you would give it a... I haven't heard too many successful stories about open relationships. Most of the time when I hear about it, it didn't end well, but... That's yeah. just from what I've heard. And plus, I, like, if you did an open, if you started doing open relationships, I feel like you'd have to renew your vows altogether. Because that's not in the vows, baby. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you'd have to get remarried to your woman again and, 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 and put that in the vows. Word is born. Hello? 
Yes, what's going on? This is James from Houston. James, you in an open relationship right now? Yes, I am, Envy. Does, she know, does she know about it? Yes, she knows about it. Okay. We uh, we actually high school sweethearts. We've been knowing each other for 25 years, so we, we've we been open and honest with each other. So that's how it works. We just tell each other what we desire, and it all works out. So you let, a, be honest. you let another man smash your wife, and you're cool with it? Uh, yeah, I'm not a hypocrite, you know, as long as he's okay. protected, because I figure it's just an act. It's not love. She's not going to be with this person. It's no! just a I ain't with all that, bitch. <laughs> I ain't with that. So, so she's able to go down on him, no. too? Yeah, say all that, bro. Right. I mean, well, y'all more man than me, then. And lick uh, the guy's that, butt and all that, come back home and kiss y'all, you? Y'all, y'all... Well, you, no, I ain't, I ain't talking about all that. But plus, you, know, you, know, you don't ask you know, her what she's doing, graphic. right? You don't ask her, what did y'all do? You, I mean, why I mean, not? We, That's, actually, that, we open. Actually we, actually, we talk about it when we're making love. Okay, so it's part of y'all sex life and fantasy life. Why not just do it together? What do you mean? Like, why not just be with another woman together? Or uh, another man. We do, do, another man. We do that, yeah. too. We do, we do that, too. Men oh, and women. Right. Yeah, we're all around, man. Like I See? said, we're just open and honest, and we, we feel like we should do that because that, that eliminates the, of cheating on each other because we're so sexually driven. As long as we're open and honest, it'll work out. Well, I'm just glad it's working out for you I'm glad it works out for yeah, you. You're more secure in your situation than uh, I would ever be. He, he takes men, he takes women, they all share. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not saying I do men. I mean, you know, we both do women, but... She does her thing with her man. I do my man with the my, do my thing with right. the woman, and then we share our experiences when we're making love me, together. See, me and my wife are just content, uh, you know, growing as people and being better people, learning to be you Thank know, you, more emotionally All strong, I know is that there's and spiritually a lot of, strong. There's and a lot of guys strong. out there in open relationships with committed women, <laughs> like sharing books with about. each other. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to therapy. Like it's just other ways to, you know, evolve and push yourself other than all of this open relationship stuff. Hello, who's this? How you doing? It's Ryan E from X21, Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's up, bro? We're talking up? open relationships, open marriages. Are you in one? Yes, I'm in one. I think I, think I love open relationships, man. It tests your loyalty. You okay. know, uh, it tests to be organically in love. You don't got to... It's not a rule. You know what I mean? I think people put rules on things, and it should be organic. I should be allowed to talk to other people, but I just don't because... I want to be with you, for real. You so you don't I mean? mind if your wife is, is getting, you know, smashed down by somebody her. else? I, I, she's allowed, I think she's allowed to do what she wants as long as she genuinely wants to be with only me. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, so as long as, do you want to know about else. it? I mean, yeah, I want to know about it. And I know now that she obviously, I'm obviously not doing what I'm supposed to do to make her say she just want to be with me. Now, you know what shows true loyalty? What? Just being loyal, <laughs> being faithful, yeah. being committed. Like, why yeah. is this a test right. of loyalty? I think, I think loyalty comes natural. I don't think you should be told you can't talk to nobody because I'm your girl. I think you should just naturally do it. Yo, I'm in love with you. I ain't talking to nobody anyway. I just want to be with you. Well, well when you get you married and you make that? those vows, you are making an organic, natural commitment to be faithful to this woman. Exactly, that's true. Now, what happened if, what happened <laughs> if a dude <laughs> does your on? wifey so good that she falls in love with him? Then I'm going to meet him, and I'm, I'm going to say, yo, what did you do? Show me how to do it. Okay. There you go. I just want the record to show. I look to the right, right? It's a true story. Right. You look to the I right. I uh -huh. saying that. I look to the right, and what's the title of this book? How to Slay. How, how to, to Slay. slay. <laughs> All right? A, I don't know if this book has anything to do with what we're talking about it's right fashion. now, but I'm going to send it to you, sir. Oh my goodness. Okay? All right, bro. All right, boss. What's the moral of the story, guys? There's no moral to the story. Listen, you do what works for you and your relationship. Exactly. We're not here to judge whatever it is. Whatever it is that you do decide, though, make sure both parties are agreeing to participate and that you're honest. I will say, though, I would consult with people who've done it before, like Ronnie DeVoe and his wife. Uh, what's his wife's name? Shamaria. Shamaria, because, you know. Shamari. Shamari. Because <laughs> they, they, they didn't agree with it. You not know what I'm saying? They did it. They didn't like it. So the grass is not always green on the other side. But she did say it made their relationship stronger. Correct. Yeah, because they both did dirt together that they feel bad about. So now they're there to support each other. <laughs>
now. Now you become you feel win. better. Yes, let's talk about Steve Harvey. Find out what had him blindsided. He had no idea that this was coming. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Steve Harvey. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Yes, so Steve Harvey, his show uh, Steve might be coming to an end at NBC. I thought they renewed it for another year. Well, he said um, they made an announcement a couple of weeks ago that they wanted to give uh, Kelly Clarkson some of the networks. So here's what he had to say when they made that announcement. I thought I was until they made an announcement a couple of weeks ago that uh, they wanted to uh, give Kelly Clarkson the owned and operated NBC networks. And that's my slot. So I guess Damn. he doesn't quite 100% know everything that's going on, but that might just be at NBC yeah, yeah, on that it, particular network. That doesn't si- mean... Yeah, they signed the show for another year, but I guess they invested in Kelly Clarkson's show, but people weren't really buying Kelly's show like that, so they got to put Kelly on their properties right. to, see, to see if it'll go. Throw something against the wall, see if it'll stick. And he, he said that job was less stressful than uh, some of his past jobs. So he said, he said, I worked at Ford Motor Company. I used to put eight spark plugs in 1,800 engines a day. That's stressful. Telling jokes, that's pretty cool. So. Is, um, uh, for anybody out there that's uh, smiling or chuckling over the fact that Steve Harvey's show may or may not be coming back, that man is worth well over $100 million. Yeah, yeah. they could be okay. Steve Harvey is going yeah. to be A-OK. All right? All right, now R. Kelly, in the meantime, has been having panic attacks, apparently, after the surviving R. Kelly docuseries aired. They said one attack was so serious that he actually had to get treatment at a hospital. And he's had a lot more house visits from doctors at his home as well. According to reports, the episodes are triggered by the overwhelming backlash that he's getting from celebrities and from the general public. And he can't believe how the tables have turned and that people are now believing his accusers. Listen, it's a difference between, as somebody who has panic and anxiety attacks, it's a difference between having a panic and anxiety attack and being upset because you absolutely did something wrong. All right. R. Kelly is absolutely dead wrong. Could you imagine if you're a nurse and R. Kelly comes in and you got to help him? Because you really don't, might not want to, but you have to. That's your to. job is But to. that's your job is to. But he's sitting right there and he's having a panic attack and you really thinking you probably gave panic attacks to, to thousands yeah, of girls. Just tell him y'all, y'all don't take his insurance. That's all. That's all <laughs> you, you can't do that. Yes, you can. Like, oh, we don't take you. We don't take your insurance. My goodness. All right. And let's talk about Terry Crews and Torre. Now, Torre was also on this R. Kelly documentary the docuseries, and Terry Crews was supposed to appear on the Torre show, but he canceled his appearance on that show because now they're bringing to light all these accusations against, well, one woman is talking about uh, Torre saying that he actually harassed her. Now, the woman is named Danny. She's a makeup artist, and she says that he made inappropriate and unwanted remarks about her sex life. Uh, She also put out some conversations that they had via uh, via DMs, she, I guess she heard him do an interview, and he was talking about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, he did an interview with my man, Mouse Jones, dropping the clues bombs for Mouse Jones. Yeah. And she goes on to talk about, you know, what happened with that. She said uh, she had accepted his apology at the time and, and said, it, you know, thought it was okay to move on. But she said you can't be a sexual predator and go around shaming other predators. So is, he that sex- was- is he a sexual predator? Well, and she's accusing him of sexual what harassment, right? Yes, basically it was uh, conversations that were very uncomfortable, and she DM'd him. I'm surprised you're speaking out. I'm sure I'm not the only girl you have verbally harassed. You're lucky that I know how to say go f yourself with a smile, and I'm not going to say 
anything about how many times you asked me to have sex or asked how it would be to have sex with me. A few other people I know said the same thing about you. Be careful out there. He responded, I love you. I was always kidding, but I'm sorry. I was being stupid. I should have kept my mouth shut. Let me ask the question. Is it, is it, it's the difference between uh, uncomfortable conversation and being a sexual predator, right? Depends on what you say, I'm sure. Well, yeah, you and you. This is a workplace. I mean, you wouldn't too. compare that to R. Kelly, would you? No, I wouldn't compare okay. this to R. Kelly. But he goes on to say, "I've learned a lot watching this happen. The way I teased you is no longer funny to me. I had no idea how rampant it is and how much it gets in a working woman's way, and how I was contributing to a whole environment of BS. And I hate that. I'm not playing like that with you or anyone anymore. I knew I was playing an aggressive game with you, and I thought you knew where I was coming from. But I wouldn't put you or me." in that position again. It was stupid and obnoxious and I feel bad about it. I mean, and then growing up in the hip-hop culture, we in a culture where the rhetoric towards women has always been trash, right? Yeah, it's, uh, you know... So, so, so the fact that he's apologizing for his, his past rhetoric, I don't know how long ago that was. That shouldn't mean something, right? 2017. Oh. That was yeah, pretty that, close. That, that wasn't that far away. That, was yeah, that yeah. wasn't that far. I don't know, Tori. That wasn't that far. <laughs> I know Danny, too. Salute to Danny. Danny. Danny's the homie, actually. All right, so he did release a statement, and he seems very apologetic about it now, but, you know, we don't know how this has affected Danny. and what He went in on uh, Russell Simmons when he was up here, too, right? He definitely went in on Russell. So what she's saying is it triggered things because she heard him going in on Harvey Weinstein, mm. and she heard all of those things, so it made her feel like, how are you going in on somebody, and you've done those things? Allegedly. Listen. Allegedly. Danny, Danny's cool. Dan, I, know, I know Danny. Danny has uh, done my makeup. So she's times. done your makeup? Oh, I mean, so you do wear makeup. She put some anti. She put some anti shine on me. She make it look a little lighter. <laughs> she didn't. Feel, I don't do makeup, person. Yes, you, you just did. said you did makeup. Listen, Charlamagne, it's fine. Oh Everyone sees your makeup. Yeah, we see. First of all, I don't you do. Got I, right no, that is not knows. true. That is eyeliner. I don't do makeup, but I do do anti shine and I do do powder. She has definitely yes, done that makeup, for me. man. Last time I saw her actually uh, was when I did the Fifty Cent. Uh, what's the, what was the name of 50 Sean BT? Uh, 50 Central? 50, 50 Central. Central. That's the now, last time I Charlamagne, saw I'm going to challenge you to do the fresh face uh, challenge. What's the fresh face? I'm <laughs> with, I'm I want you to come right out now. with no makeup. Oh, I want hold you to do the no makeup challenge. Give me, a white, some, give me something white right now. Oh, boy. Wipe my face right now. Steve, get over there. Yes, yes, yes. You want some insulting Dr. Natasha Sandy and her amazing dermatology. Here comes the eyeliner. Put some water on it. Here comes the eyeliner. Put some water on it. There's sometimes that your hairline doesn't match your face. My hairline? I don't have no You ain't got no damn hairline And your neck, you could tell because sometimes your neck, His neck is a lot lighter. Oh, what's that red stuff on oh, your... That's up. makeup. What? Wow, look uh, at that makeup coming uh, off. Yeah, right. Knock it off. I see Y'all gonna stop, see Y'all gonna stop insulting Dr. Natasha Sandy. I see eyeliner. Amazing look, are your head's all wet. What's going on over there? I just wipe my forehead with a... <laughs> wet. Knock it off, me. <laughs> but I do see a little eyeliner, though. Oh, shut up. All right. Well, thank you for those rumor reports. Is that Mac or Fenty? I, it, would, it would be Fenty see, if there you it was go. anything. Okay. okay. There you go. <laughs> Revolt will see you tomorrow. Everybody else, it's Mary J. Blige's birthday. Drop one of Clues Bombs for the queen of hip-hop soul. Hey, Mary J. Blige. Let me know your one favorite. One of the greatest performers, artists ever to walk the face of this goddamn earth. Let me know your I favorite I listen to Mary J. Joint. Blige every day. You what, hear me? What joint? It don't, I don't know. I go between what's the four one in my life. My favorite. You got Mary, something red on your eye, bro. It's from my hoodie. Well. My favorite. My, my favorite Mary J. Blige song of all time is probably "Be Happy." But I mean, I go from like you know, I, I listen to my life a lot. It's hard for me to choose between Mary's slow songs woman. and her fast songs, and that's rare for me with the artists because sometimes I only like when they do slows. But Mary, some of her. Fastest songs I love, but then I be loving when she do the singing, break it down, love, and all of that. I love all well, let's night get into long. the mix right now. 800 585 1051. Happy birthday, Mary J. Blige. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Angela Rye for joining us this morning. Salute to my sister, AR. Always a pleasure when she comes on. People, it's so interesting to watch people's reactions, though, but you realize that the rule of 10 is really real. Three people going to like it, three people not going to like it. Four people are just going to be on the fence about it. So well, I think always- politics in particular, people get super passionate and disrespect. I think politics and sports. Well, not, well, not just politics, just anything in life. Like, you got people that really enjoy Angela Rye, mm-hmm. people that really dislike her, and four people that just don't have anything to say at all. Right. But sometimes but just, it's not even about game. her. It's about, like, if you don't agree with what she agrees with, people go crazy. Absolutely. Well, shout out to her for joining us. We definitely appreciate and, that. And I'm, and I'm glad to hear that uh, Senator Kamala Harris Kamala Kamala, Kamala Harris, Harris is, uh, is possibly going to announce her nomination on Martin Luther King Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Nomination for presidential candidate. Next Monday. That'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. It's well, a ballsy day to do it on, baby. That's right. It's a great day. You know, a lot of people pushed back on uh, even giving Martin Luther King Jr. that holiday. Right. Rest in peace, Senator John McCain. He was one of those people. So that's a ballsy move to announce it on that day. Well, if they could put them on. If you thought people were saying Martin Luther King Day before. Right. Oh, all man. the race is really going to be <laughs> going crazy. Well, we'll see how many flyers promoters use his picture for, for the flyers this year. Oh, come on. That's a, that, you know that's happening. Mm-mm-mm. All right, when we come back, positive note, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, you got a positive note for the people? I do have a positive note, man. Uh, this is just something that I encourage everybody to do because it's Friday and you got a couple of days to just sit back and, you know, just, just kick in and, you know, do some research on whatever it is you want to do some research on. Do some studying. And the reason I'm saying all of that is because the highest form of ignorance is to reject something you know nothing about. Breakfast Club, bitches! You all finished or y'all done? 